In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In many liturgies for celebrating Holy Communion used in the worldwide church, including the form typically used in this congregation, at the conclusion of the prayer of consecration, the celebrant proclaims, Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. And the people respond, therefore, let us keep the feast. With these words, we are remembering that what happened on the night Jesus Christ was betrayed into the hands of sinners, which stretches forward in time to reach us, gathered around the Lord's table today, like a stone cast into still water, ripples back through the history of the people of God. The night that Jesus was betrayed is not like any other night. For that was the night he celebrated the Passover with his disciples. The Passover is the feast which commemorates God saving his people from slavery in Egypt by rendering judgment against the gods of Egypt, slaying the firstborn in all the land, so that Pharaoh would drive the Hebrews from his country, so that he would let God's people go. On that night, the people of God were commanded to slaughter a spotless lamb, painting their doorposts with the blood, providing a covering for them that would spare them from judgment. And not only does the Passover provide a covering, but by eating the flesh of the spotless lamb, the people partake of that purity which was acceptable to God. The Passover is a foreshadowing of a sacrifice which is both saving and sanctifying. A sacrifice which identifies the people of God as the people of God with the blood over their doorposts and prepares them with strength for the journey out of the land of slavery to follow God on the way towards his good purposes to be his royal priesthood in the midst of the world. The blood is a witness testifying that those who dwell in that house belong not to the false gods of Egypt, the gods who enslave and oppress, but to the true God, the God of the Hebrews, who seeks and saves the lost. They are saved by the blood of the Lamb on that night when God cast down those things which opposed his good purposes. They are made clean by the unblemished sacrifice which sanctifies all who partake of it. It is the night of this festival that Jesus is betrayed into the hands of sinners. And on that night, he takes bread and breaks it, giving it to his disciples. And he says, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Afterwards, he takes a cup of wine and says, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Flesh and blood, like the lamb which was killed and eaten that night, like the blood painted over the lintel. Jesus proclaims himself to be the true sacrifice given for all people. The sacrifice prefigured by the Passover, but now revealed in its fullness.
And this sacrifice, like the Passover, saves and sanctifies God's people, giving us strength to leave behind slavery and dwell in the world as witnesses to the God who saved us and is even now working his good purposes. The Passover is the beginning of the work God was to do through his people, leading them out into the wilderness to Mount Zion to give them the law, to drive out the wicked nations in the promised land, to guide the people in keeping the law, to raise up kings and prophets, an ongoing work spanning generations. Therefore, they eat this meal with their shoes on and their belts fastened, ready to depart as soon as the meal is finished. Depart for a journey far longer than they could have possibly imagined. But this Passover, at which Jesus is presiding with his disciples, this Passover isn't quite so um, hasty. At this Passover, Jesus takes off his outer robe, presumably unfastening his belt. And he kneels down to take off the sandals of his disciples to wash their feet. We know from the Gospels that foot washing was something done for a guest who had arrived at a home. One would not do such a thing before a journey, but after it. In this act, Jesus announces that we have come home. That in him is the promised land. That in him the work of God is fulfilled. That the hopes of the Hebrews find their answer. It is he who was waiting for the slaves to welcome them into his presence, freed, washed, sanctified, and called God's own. By washing his disciples' feet, Jesus testifies that those who seek to belong to him can only do so by being made clean by him, as the flesh and blood of the Passover lamb purified the Hebrews. So the flesh and blood of Christ makes God's people clean throughout all ages. But the foot washing isn't just a metaphor for some invisible or spiritual action. As Jesus tells us, it is also an example set for us. It is a work on our behalf and a call to follow Christ in real, tangible, physical terms. In the mystery of the gospel, Jesus calls us to respond to him, communicating through outward and visible signs inward and spiritual graces. In the supper which he gave to his apostles to celebrate as perpetual remembrance of his passion, death and resurrection, Jesus makes available his flesh and blood for our salvation and sanctification. In this supper, we are welcomed home, greeted by Christ who stoops to wash our feet, cleansing us of our impurities and claiming us as his own. And in this home, 
this promised land where we now dwell with Christ. He leads us in his way of love, pouring himself out in humility and inviting us to do the same. In the Gospels, the washing of the feet is called the job of a servant, perhaps even a slave. But in Christ, true freedom looks a lot like service because he has served us by giving himself for up for our salvation and he is working in us to make us ever more like himself. Around this table, we assemble unworthy and unclean, ready to lay hold of the flesh and blood of this spotless lamb by faith. In the eating and drinking of this bread and wine, which is hallowed by Christ's word. He will make up for all that is lacking in us by changing us ever more into the people he desires us to be, the kind of people who count ourselves less and less and others more and more. That is reign of love may spread over all of God's creation. And after he has given this sacrament, he will be betrayed by his friends. So great is his love for us and his creation. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.